As you can probably tell from the music, this is not going to be a normal episode of Power of Fishnets. Instead, this is going to be a memorial tribute to Prince Rogers Nelson, better known in music and popular culture as Prince. Normally on Fridays, I release a new episode of Power of Fishnets or Give Me Those Star Wars, but I haven't completed the next episode of either show yet, so this was going to be a bye week. And then, a couple hours ago, I heard the news that Prince passed away. When I heard the news, I didn't feel the way I wanted to feel. I wanted to feel emotional and heartbroken and angry. Instead, I felt tired. We've lost so many amazing actors and musicians in the short time since the calendar year began. Maybe if Prince died before David Bowie or Alan Rickman, my response would have been stronger, more raw. At the same time, I don't want any lack of tears or outrage on my part to suggest the special episode is insincere or opportunistic, because I loved Prince, loved him. If you've listened to my podcasts, Power of Fishnets or Secret Origins, you know I use a lot of music in my shows. I've got pretty varied taste that ranges from classic rock to contemporary pop and hip-hop, from Motown R&B to Broadway musicals, and a lot in between. I've gone through phases with bands, artists, genres, but Prince never wandered far from my heart or my ears. I'm not saying Prince meant to me what Bob Dylan means to Rob Kelly, but no other musician ever brought me the same consistent level of pleasure and joy as Prince. Over the last 20 years, nary a month has gone by that I haven't listened to at least one Prince song or cover, if not an entire playlist. I didn't buy every album, but I tried to keep abreast of his latest releases. For me, the golden age of Prince was in the 1980s, when I was very young. I may have inherited my Prince fandom when I was a boy, but by the time I reached my teens, I fully embraced his royal badness as my Prince. Of course, by that time, we were well into the 1990s. The androgyny and glam rock fads were viewed as silly or borderline creepy by many of my peers. I didn't care. If I could have dressed like Prince, I would have every single day. The fact that I really got into Prince in the 90s meant I was already nostalgic for him when I was in high school. On my 18th birthday, I purchased two gifts for myself. One was a pack of clove cigarettes. The other was the three-disc box set Prince's Greatest Hits volumes 1 and 2 plus the B-sides. The cloves made me sick. The music got me laid. The song you heard at the beginning of this episode is Little Red Corvette from the album 1999. To my memory, which is admittedly unreliable, it's the first Prince song I ever heard, back in 1983 or 84. 
I remember seeing the video on MTV back when that was a thing. Little Red Corvette, I would argue, is the greatest single Prince ever released. But, and this is crazy, I'm not even sure it's my favorite song on that album. And no, I'm not making a case for the uber-popular track 1999 that received continuous play my junior and senior years of high school. No. Possibly, just possibly, the best song on that album is this little ditty called DMSR, Dance, Music, Sex, Romance. Let me say that again. Dance, Music, Sex, Romance. Doesn't it sound like the word Prince should come at the end of that list? If you thought I wasn't going to talk about the soundtrack to Batman, you don't know me very well. People who like to take that movie way too seriously tend to ignore Prince's contribution. Other people view the soundtrack as a campy novelty, on par with the punch sound effects from the Batman television series of the 60s. But for most people, the blending of Prince and Bat begins and ends with the song Bat Dance. I am not going to play that song. I don't like that song. I won't immediately dismiss it as stupid because the song has a very specific place that I won't deny, but on an album of nine songs, five of them are fan-freaking-tastic. Three of them are okay, and Bat Dance is the one I skip. Actually, the best thing about Bat Dance, other than the video, is the B-side to the single, a song called 200 Balloons. They're not luft balloons, just 200 balloons. Look that song up. Like I said, five of the tracks from the Batman soundtrack are awesome. I could have dropped Party Man or Trust in this episode, but they both receive pretty prominent moments in the movie that you know them. 
The song Arms of Orion is a beautiful duet, and the song Electric Chair has one of my all-time favorite lyrics ever written, which is, If a man is considered guilty for what goes on in his mind, then give me the electric chair for all my future crimes. The song Scandalous plays during the ending credits of the film. It's a blissful combination of the two things that Prince does better than anybody else in rock, falsetto and having sex with you through your sound system. Shoutouts to two honorable mentions that didn't make the cut of this episode, but they're songs that I love. The first is Dirty Mind from the 1980 album of the same name, and the second song is Do Me Baby from the 1981 album Controversy. Both incredible songs. Dirty Mind is fun, upbeat pop dance song. Do Me Baby is essentially an older version of Scandalous. All falsetto and all sex. I actually like Do Me Baby more than Scandalous, but again, Batman represent. I'm also not including any songs from the album Purple Rain, which is crazy because from start to finish, that is one of the greatest albums I've ever heard. There's no bad song on that album. Like the Batman soundtrack, Purple Rain has only nine songs. Five of them were released as singles. More than 50% of the songs on the album went gold as singles. This next song isn't necessarily one of my favorites, but it does have a special place in my heart and my memory. The song Sexy MF from the album Love Symbol eschews a lot of what could pass for subtlety in Prince's earlier lyrics. It's a much more forward play on Prince's typical method of seduction. I picked this one for nostalgic reasons. When I was in high school, I did school plays and musicals. After the shows, we would have cast parties in someone's basement. This was before iPods with easy built-to-play set lists, so I had to DJ a couple of them. At one such party, I took a bold shot and played this song. I'm not sure what I was expecting at the time, but me and a girl named Rachel ended up doing a weird hybrid salsa tango dance to this song in a circle, watched by all of our friends. I don't know that I have ever felt sexier in my life than I did during this song with that girl and all eyes on us. Quick warning, the language of the song may not be suitable for all listeners or settings. You sexy motherfucker. Come here, babe. Yeah. You sexy motherfucker. We need to talk about things. Tell me what you do. Tell me what you eat. I might cook for you. 
you really don't matter cause it's all about me and you Ain't no one else around I'm even with the blindfold gagged and bound I don't mind See this ain't about sex It's all about love being in charge of this and life and the next While the cosmic talk I just want you smarter than I'll ever be when we take that walk Come here baby Yeah You sexy motherfucker Come here baby Making a list of my five favorite songs of all time would be challenging, potentially impossible, but I could probably name you five songs that I can listen to at any time, in any place, that bring immediate joy to my mind. They're the songs that can snap me out of a funk if I'm down, because the songs won't let me stay down. I have to get up and move when I hear them. Bring It On Home To Me by Sam Cooke, This Old Heart Of Mine by the Isley Brothers, and definitely, definitely on that list, always on that list, always in my top five is I Could Never Take The Place Of Your Man by Prince. I actually heard this song on the concert movie Sign Of The Times before I ever heard the album version, and the concert version is amazing! It's a piece of theater, it's pop, it's playful, but it's also pure rock and roll. The guitar sounds are unlike anything I've ever heard before or since. The drums make you dance, the riffs make you shake, and when Prince cuts into his guitar solo at the end, if you don't fist pump in the air at least once, I think there's something wrong with your soul. That's all I have to say for this special, different episode of the podcast. I'm still not overwhelmed with sadness over Prince's death. Maybe I'm still in shock. Or maybe I just love the music too much, and the music is full of such vitality and life that the artist himself won't let me be sad. That would be a waste of time. We could all be going crazy and getting nuts with each other instead. Power of Fishnets is a proud member of the Fire & Water Podcast Network. Feedback for the show can be left at fireandwaterpodcast.com or the Power of Fishnets Facebook page. You can also find me on Twitter at ryandaily01, or you can send an email to rdailypodcast at gmail.com. Power of Fishnets is not affiliated with Prince. The views expressed on the show belong solely to the speaker. All music, audio clips, and quoted text are used for entertainment purposes and believed covered under fair use. And since I make no money off this podcast, no copyright infringement is intended. Thank you for listening, and good night, sweet prince. Happy if we could be friends and I say-